Hi, welcome to the lunchroom. I'm Judy. I'm Isabel. I'm Caitlin. And this is episode 12 of our podcast. So today, the topic of our episode is, do you ever feel like you're not good enough? For sure. Oh, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> answering. Same. More often <laughs> than not. There's a core. <laughs> wow, that was a good episode. <laughs> Kate, you want to start? So am I asking the question or am I just like expressing my thoughts? No, you express your thoughts. Judy asked okay. the question. You, you said yes. Right, right. I forgot. Judy asked the question and now I got to answer the question because I answered too quickly. So now I'm put on the spot. <laughs> but it's summertime, so I'm not really worried about school right now. But the main thing that I'm struggling with is internship because it's new. I have no experience. And a lot of the projects that my manager gives me, I'd be like, no, no, it's a decent amount when she asks me. But I'm like, I don't know how to do this. This is a lot of work. This is like a lot of pressure. Do you ever ask her for help or like ask clarifying questions? I ask clarifying questions, but I can't really ask her for like more detailed help just because like she's my manager. She doesn't have time for that. And there are other people that I can go to for help, like my uh, senior mentor or other people on the team. And then I can present the final project to my manager and she can give me feedback on that because I'm trying to respect her position and her time so then I won't mm-hmm. want to like bother her with those type of questions you know like something that I can easily search up on the internet I won't do that or like the process of how something works I won't ask her for that but like what she wants I'll clarify like oh is this how you do it bro obviously not like that are you working with any other interns on the first day, I saw another, in- and she's from an Ivy, <laughs> and I don't go to an Ivy, but I haven't seen her since then. I don't think she's working on the same team as me, but like she's in the same area, Department? but just not in the same team. So I haven't seen her though. So like I'm the only intern on my team, and then you know my higher ups. I'm the I'm at the bottom of the ladder. She a little fish in a big pond. Yeah. She's at the bottom of the pyramid. How do you feel just kind of being a part of the team? Yeah. Like you're really intimidated by the people around you. And I know you mentioned earlier that like another intern that's a part of the same department, mm-hmm. like she goes to an Ivy. And you mentioned that you don't go to an Ivy. Why do you feel the need to like mention that? I think that they're gonna I don't wanna say they're gonna see me lower or less on par with her, even though I'm not even working with her, but I don't want to be compared to other interns. My peer mentor gave out really good advice saying like another person's, another intern's success is not your own. It doesn't mean like you're failing, just do it at your own pace. You're all learning here, but I want to do my best. Basically, I want to put my best work out there and show that even if you don't, it doesn't matter what school you go to. It's just if you're able to learn on the job. But everyone on the team is really nice. They're always willing to teach me. But it's just that I have to reach out and have the guts to be like, I don't understand this. Can you please help me on this? Yeah, I can relate on that. It's so intimidating, especially when I first started off, because I think unlike Caitlin, mine is still mine is considered a startup Mm -hmm. because you're working at a larger company. And for me, I'm technically like a one man team. Like I work alongside my boss, but within my team it's only me and for me like it also was really intimidating having to 
reach out to the other team members just so I can kind of get caught up and also have my questions answered and also have to talk to my boss. But I think what I really want to know is, do you feel like you belong in the team? Or do you feel like they value our contributions? I can't really say if they do value the stuff that I do yet, just because I haven't been on those big kind of projects. But I have been given one recently, and my manager made it known to me that what I'm going to be working on, it's for me to be able to have my own voice in the project and for me to be able to share information to the higher up. So then I guess my voice kind of matters. Like she's giving me little things for me to be a part of. Obviously, she can't give me those big ass like projects. Projects, Because, you know, I'm an intern. I don't know anything. It's also like the security level. I ain't up there, bro. I'm I'm at the bottom, remember? I feel like they're also trying to gauge my level of expertise before they give me anything yet. Yeah, that makes sense. So how would you like rate your experience so far? So far, the people that I met, 10 out of 10. My oh, boss is kind of intimidating, that. but still, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Isabel? What? Your internship. Yeah. Yeah, I think my internship's going well, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Wait, no. Because Isabel works at a startup, so I feel like that's different because me and Caitlin work at bigger companies and usually at a startup the interns like I think as well mentioned before they wear multiple hats sometimes because like everyone is all hands on deck because the company is not as big as like an established company yeah so how do you feel as an intern at a startup like same question do you feel like the work you do is valued or like contributes to what they're working on yeah I think my work is definitely valued in my current one I'm working alongside the boss Yeah, and I'm basically in charge of the marketing side of the startup. And right now, it kind of seems like the work that I'm doing is not top priority. And like, I know that because of like the current situation and everything. But like, he values my opinions and he like tries to see if, huh? What am I trying to say? Trust if you can incorporate it. Does he ask for your input? So he takes my opinions and suggestions into account. And then tries to see how we can implement that within the company. Like, I have a lot of control over what I'm doing, which is really different from what Kate's doing. But let's hear about Judy. Judy, how's your internship so far? You started this week. How has it been? (laughs) (laughs) It's only been a couple of days, so there's nothing much for me to say. I've just been doing training and a couple of orientations. Do you yeah. have an impression of the company? Of the company or like mm-hmm. the people? Of the of uh, the company, the people. So I've only met a couple of interns because most of our orientations, they had all the interns come in at once. So it was like a large, kind of like a lecture where we just listened to them talk, mm-hmm. and then they would they had like a small breakout room where we met our interns on the t- on the same teams. And we met a couple of other interns on different teams just to make some connections. But like I said, it's only been a couple of days and I know they have more like networking stuff planned for us. So just based on the trainings, they're real big on integrity and privacy and just excellence. (laughs) It's like the same five themes over and over again in all my trainings. 
Well, I think that's with every company. They want to yeah. promote that. Yeah. It's really cool. And just very different vibes from my other internships. Are you excited? About what? My internship? Mm-hmm. Am I excited? I think next week we might start doing some work on like smaller projects. I think like kind of like what Kate's doing right now. So I'm kind of excited for that. But at the same time, I also like, I'm a comp sci major and it's like a finance consulting kind of role and I know nothing about anything. And most of the trainings I'm going through right now, like I haven't started training on like consulting and stuff. So it feels kind of easy. But then I know like when I reach the other trainings, I feel like I might not be able to keep up. But I am excited about the projects I might work on. I don't know if they can teach you consulting like that, right? <laughs> There's a crash course for it. I don't know what the trainings are going to be like. I don't even know what consulting is. So you mentioned that you have like a background in like comp sci, which is pretty different from Finance. the company and role that you're going to, that you have this summer. Do you feel that this kind of sets you apart from the other interns, like makes you less qualified, makes you feel like you... You're out of place. Don't, yeah. Yeah, like you're out of place. Like don't belong or something. Like I'm not good enough? Like, <laughs> yeah. <amazing. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I felt that these last few days, but I know definitely before I started the internship and even when I was applying to this specific uh, company, I felt like I might not be as good or as qualified as some of the other interns because I'm a comp sci major. Because I'm not really sure like what my background could bring to consulting other than like if one of the clients that we have is a concept company and even then like i i do programming like i don't know anything about company infrastructure like taxes mm-hmm. for audits or anything like that so it definitely feels intimidating sometimes especially because during orientation since we couldn't introduce ourselves like we had a couple hundreds of interns but i know the speaker just gave like a quick mention of some of the schools that the interns came from sort of like as a fun fact they threw out some ivies and like a couple of universities that i know and i know those universities are like business centered like i know penn upenn has a really good business program and that just makes yeah wharton yeah the wharton school is that what it's called wharton business school i think yeah and i know they have pretty good like business backgrounds and then me as a comp sci major i don't know if i can keep up during meetings and stuff but then that's what an internship is for right And also with your difference in background, you are able to bring something that they can't bring. Like maybe you have like a more technical background and that can come into play. But I get it. Like hearing, sorry, Noga. I was just going to say that's true. Oh, (laughs) that is true. Because what if you meet a future client that it has to do with programming or computer science in general, and then you can add your input in when nobody else can. Yeah, and I was just going to say that I feel like I'm spewing all this shit, but I just, I feel like I feel this all the time in any place that I go to, even in the industry that I'm in right now and also my previous one. Hearing all these big name schools like Ivy Leagues or these big state schools, it can definitely make you feel 
like you don't belong or you're less qualified than the other people there. But I know that those scores don't mean anything because you, you're in the same place as them. You went through the same process as them as well. So it just makes you as, just as qualified. Well, you but, sound like my interviewer. Because I asked him the same question. I was like, what if I can't keep up during the internship? I don't know. I feel like that's true. But at the same time, it's also really hard not to feel intimidated, even if I feel like I can bring things to the table. Sis, at the startup that I'm at, everybody has a science background. I'm the Ooh. only econ <laughs> background. Sis, everybody I work with has been working there for mad long. We <laughs> got knowledge. Here I am. Oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, but like, that's what an internship is for. Yeah, but still. Because you want to do, do well. Like, you don't want to be the one person that doesn't know no. what's going on. And then, like, because I know we can always Google search it and, and read stuff later on in order to catch up and know things at the next meeting. But I want to know stuff in the moment. I don't want to just sit there and not be able to contribute anything because I can't like off the top of my mind understand what's going on you know what i'm saying yeah so what what would you do to help you feel better about your situation about keeping up with the rest of the pack (laughs) i don't know are you scared to ask questions that's a good question i would like to say that i'm not scared but it's definitely intimidating trying to email your managers when you don't know what's going on like, I even felt scared emailing her about rescheduling a meeting because I had to reschedule it twice. And I was like, I don't want to email her again because I can't send the meeting. Felt and it that. wasn't even, like, my fault. It was because the company kept sending out, like, these trainings. And then they would send out the times two hours later. So then I would schedule a meeting because they told me it would start at 11. And then they would send an updated time and the trainings would be all day. And then I'd have to email her and be like, hey, it turns out. I can't meet Mm -hmm. on these days. And it's scary even reaching out to her about that because I'm afraid. Because I feel like over email, it's hard to identify tone and stuff. So I never know if she's annoyed or not. Whereas like if I was in person, I could just say like, hey, there's training today so I can't meet. And then she'll understand because I'm there face to face. Whereas I don't know if she thinks I'm just putting it off because I don't want to meet with her. No, I'm pretty sure she knows because it's orientation. Yeah, oh, it's not I orientation, also... though. It's, it's like training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. still, it's like she understands. It's the first week anyways. My fucking story about tech provisioning. Tech provisioning took like three days for me. A boss messaged me, emailed me, asking to meet up. I couldn't even go. I didn't even know she scheduled it because I didn't have access to my email. And when I finally clicked on, yeah, I'll attend. She said, fantastic, Caitlin. You finally have access. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. But they know. It's yeah. not going to affect anything. Thank you for the reassurance. <laughs> now I will feel good enough at my internship tomorrow. <laughs> That's good. Glad I helped. So we've been talking a lot about internships where we feel like we might not compare to other interns. But are there any other areas in your lives right now that you feel like you're struggling with at the moment or your future, your self-confidence, stuff like that? Oh, self-confidence, bro. Just because we're working from home, fucking 40 hours a week at my seat. Remember my fat ass? It's a flat (laughs) ass now. (laughs) No joke. 
It's also, I don't, I feel like my health is going down the drain. Like, this affects my self-confidence, my health. That's yeah, because that that's I'm your number one priority, bro. Yeah, yeah. Health is my number one priority, and I haven't been prioritizing it just because I've been adjusting to a fucking internship. The only time I can eat or kind of relax is when I don't have meetings. And even when we're given an hour break, but I feel like I can't even take that hour break just because I'm scared somebody might ping me and ask me to go hop on a call because that has happened. So I'm resting my eyes on my bed, but I'm not even resting because in the back of my head is I'm thinking somebody's fucking calling me. Well, that's fucking rough. Yeah. That's intense. But my ass is the main issue. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you guys are struggling with? I can relate to, well, not not your butt, but like... Just like her, Judy's ass is popping. That's why. <laughs> well, I don't have. I don't have one. She got a fat up with a big pH. Yeah. I, technically, I might because I can't fit into my work pants anymore. I think I told you guys about this before, but like it, I think <laughs> two weeks before my internship started, I decided to try on my pants that I wore for a previous internship. And I couldn't fit into them anymore, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't mind gaining weight, but I just didn't know I gained that much weight because they felt kind of loose around my waist and my butt area, and now they're a struggle to get into. But that just means you're thick now, bro. Not in a healthy way. I've just been sitting all day and sleeping and eating. So it's, yeah. hard, to feel, it's hard to feel healthy. Do you feel like this is making you not feel good about yourself? Yeah, because apparently it's hot girl summer... Isn't it hot girl summer every summer? I don't know. I think in one way, like, when I couldn't wear my pants, I was like, damn, I need I need to, like, start moving more. But at the same time, I was like, no one can see below my shoulders. So does it really matter? Yeah, but for, for myself, or when personally, you go out the house. personally, I feel like I like the way I look. I think for mm. me... I want to lose some weight and start exercising just because I know it's not like I gain weight because I've been eating healthy things. Like I've been gaining weight because after breakfast, I'll eat chips and then Mm -hmm. some cookies and I'll have lunch and then I'll have another snack and I'll just go to sleep. So like that's why I'm gaining weight. So I know like if I cut back on all those extra snacks between meals, I'll go back to my weight before. But I'm at a point where I want to feel more confident in my body, but I'm too lazy to do anything because no one can see me past my shoulders. <laughs> Isabel's so, been working out, right? Isabel works out you all do the time. Ask me, Caitlin, you want to work out? Judy, fucking hop on the Zoom, watch us work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hop on just to watch them, and then I'll be like, I'll work out later. Yeah, I work out mainly because. I feel like I have a lot of pent-up energy, and I'm just sitting on my chair for, like, eight hours a day. But it's amazing. You work out after work, eight hours. I'm too tired to do that. No, no, no. That's because what I do during work is not as intense as what you're doing. I feel like (laughs) your time is more monitored than mine, because then I'm able to take breaks in between if I need it. But you guys deserve that one-hour lunch break. That's what they tell us in training, too. But, you know, these managers, they be emailing me all the time. I went mm-hmm. to take an hour lunch, and then I came back, and my laptop started, like, stopped working. So I sat on my phone for half an hour with tech support. And then they just pressed the button on their side, and it fixed itself. 
but I opened my email and there was like six emails for like trainings and like rescheduling a meeting and I was like ah <laughs> yeah the emails make you ner- nervous, nervous right yeah yeah do you think this I is agree. affecting your mental health Wh- which part the internship or or my butt or like <laughs> 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 It doesn't feel like I'm at an internship yet because I've done onboarding stuff in person before for an internship. And even though we're kind of doing the same thing, just filling out forms on a laptop, it feels different when you're with other interns doing the same thing versus sitting alone in your room doing the forms by yourself. It doesn't feel like I'm at an internship. And I can't even hop on a call with you guys because the information is confidential. I'm going to be put in jail for sure <laughs> well, so it sounds like we're all at a good place right like we're we're kind of stressed well not a good place but it's an uncomfortable place but, but you gotta be uncomfortable uncomfortable in order to grow yeah that's what they say that's what who yeah. says everybody <laughs> i was gonna ask what do you guys define as not good enough like when you think of this phrase what pops up aside from internships and work Maybe interest because maybe what interest interest i n t e r e s t s things oh. that you enjoy or are interested in. <laughs> so, for example, I enjoy listening to K-pop. I also listen to pop music, and I also drink a lot of coffee. But sometimes when people I don't know, we're making small talk or when I'm talking to other people about things they enjoy. It always feels like the things I'm interested in aren't interesting enough because whatever they say always sounds so much more interesting than me. I'll be like, oh yeah, I listen to, you know, this and this and this. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm an avid Drake fan. And, you know, I've like listened to these albums and this and this. Oh and I'm like, gosh. wow, that makes my music taste sound kind of like not that great because I just like the music. I don't know what else to say about it. You guys ever feel yeah. like that? Yeah, I can relate on that. There was this one person who I was exchanging playlists with, and we were giving each other like our top five songs. And they gave me the top five first. And I was like, ah, shit. Now I gotta think of some top five songs that I oh. think would suit their taste and they would think would be good. Because so. it's not a competition, but you can't. Are you trying to seem interesting to the other person? Yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe. Because then once you say it and then they say something and it just sounds like my fact or like what I just said is not, it's not good enough. Like it's not yeah. interesting enough. Oh, it's not unique enough. I think that's what I wanted to say. Isn't it hard being unique? <laughs> it is. But then everyone seems to want to be unique these days. That's true. Honestly, I don't think people are unique because there's so many of us. If everyone is so unique, then nobody has similarities. If you don't have similarities, how are you able to bond with people? That's what I'm saying. But it just feels like everyone wants to one-up other people's interests or like just even the things they do. For example, I used to listen to Doja Cat before she popped, she popped off. off. She popped off. Like when people were still making fun of her for that Moo song, like I liked her music. But then now everyone like bandwagoning right yeah loves doji kai and they're like yeah you know who i like like doji kai and i'm like did you like her because everyone likes her now or like because everyone else finds it more interesting now 
wait that's the same thing do you like her because she's more interesting now or did you like her for her music i think a lot of people say a lot of stuff just to fit in mm-hmm. so just do you honestly yeah. you're gonna find people who have the same interests as you if not then, then i think finding too people bad. with different interests is no, good too to though to you yeah you can't listen you can't like other music you gotta listen to all the music i like or else (laughs) no but i think it's good to have people that or be friends with people that have different interests because i do find it interesting when they like different things there's just this nagging voice in my head that's kind of like oh you should listen to the stuff they like so they might like you as a person more but i know that's not true because Having different interests are what make people interesting, mm-hmm. I guess. Or like, what, what could make the friendship better? Because if we mm-hmm. all agree on the same thing all the time, that's going to get kind of yeah. boring. Yeah. You're also introduced to different things. You can try out things that you didn't know you yeah. would have liked without your friends. Yeah, that's what I meant by um, they're going to have to listen to you anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But here's a question that's kind of... Oh, it's kind of related to self-confidence but are you guys doing anything to improve yourselves this summer or i think mine is working out (laughs) but you do that all the time no but i think it's mainly because yeah i mentioned before that i struggled with body image and just me coming to terms with how i look and i think more so when i Like, I work out now because I want to be toned and so I can let out the extra energy that's been just kind of sitting in me. But I think another reason is because I also want to shed a few pounds and because I want, you know, my body to look a certain way. But that's not my main goal anymore. And I think in the beginning, that was my main goal because, like, before my whole whole fitness journey. (laughs) A fitness guru. <laughs> I'm kidding. But before I actually started working out, I was so focused on how my body has to look because it'd be like, oh, like you're too heavy or you're too, you know, that definitely like impacted my self confidence and how I viewed myself, which also kind of painted a unhealthy image of how I viewed um, like dieting and also like, you know, my own body. Because when I first yeah. started out, I was so focused on quick fixes, like diet fads, just so I can just kind of shed it off really quickly. But it's been about two years or something since I started. And I call this like my journey to self-love because not only was this me trying to love myself and also come and love my body, but it's like, what does, you know, what does, what does this all mean to me? But, you know, long story short, um, yeah, so the one thing that I'm going to be doing this summer to kind of boost it up, you know, is working working out out and also hanging out with my friends because they're, like, what makes me happy and also hopping onto calls and spending time with, like, my family. Wow. What about (laughs) you, Caitlin? Well, you know, I mentioned my ass before and stuff. I'm not... I don't exercise. I mean, yeah, exercising is good because I want to look good. Obviously, like who doesn't want to look good? But I mm-hmm. think that I've started to exercise just because I prioritize my health so much. And the fact that I'm not able to do it, it puts my mental health in a state that's not very good. 
So I think instead of exercising now, I've kind of substituted with hanging out with my friends instead <laughs> on the weekends. Like I try to do that when I can't exercise, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> At least I get out the house it's just to like get fresh air. Mm. But I do want to exercise more just so that I can feel like I accomplished something at work and that I'm moving instead of just sitting there for eight hours a day. Yeah, basically, my goal is just to improve my mental health because I can't fucking do it sometimes. <laughs> It'd be hard. Yeah, it's like fucking hard. Yeah, I think sometimes just being able to get out the house and be with the people you enjoy spending time with definitely helps. Even if you can't do like your other activity. Judy, it's a sign that you should hang out with us. <laughs> We're trying. I'm trying. I guess for you, Judy, like same question. What is something same that question. you're doing over the summer that will help you boost your self-confidence? Or just improve on yourself in general? That's a good question. I haven't had really anything planned this summer. I did plan on dyeing my hair red but i did that already and it came out more brown than red so that happened i don't see anything yeah you can't see it that's not a picture later like you have to see it under a certain light and then it looks red but i did plan on starting like a workout plan next week mm-hmm. i was originally gonna start this week but there's so many trainings that i feel like if i did the workout plan on top of the training i would mentally not be able to handle it but besides that I don't know. I've been trying to nap less. Even though it's supposed to like be stress relief and help me, I've been napping way too much. So I know just cutting it out will probably reset my inner body clock and also help me get more things done. Because I've been feeling like a lull in... What is it called? Attention span? I don't know what it's called. I just feel... Your short attention span? Yeah, I don't feel alive around like 2pm. And that's still pretty fucking early. <laughs> Oh my god, I experience that too sometimes. Oh, and I also want to start slowly cutting out coffee because it shuts down my body after a couple of hours. So, um, but I built some immunity from it, right? That also might be why I'm napping so much. Have you thought about switching over to tea? I did switch over to tea for a couple of days. Wow. What tea were you drinking? Green tea. Or Errol Gray is Errol. 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 Errol Gray. Errol Gray is good for waking up. I don't know. I also crave the taste of coffee. So I feel like if I can't cut it out, I'm going to have to start drinking decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> it's muscle laughing at the uh, Errol. Errol. <laughs> Errol. Carl. Wait. Errol Gray? Errol Gray. Errol Gray. To be continued. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Judy, it's time to do the outro. Okay. Well, it's going to be a short outro because this is part one of our question. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.